You're listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast with your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is episode number 34. Welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and I am a beautiful you life coach, theta healer, meditation guide, and circle facilitator originally from Australia, where I worked as a lawyer, now based in the other side of the world in London, where I discovered my truth and purpose. Today, I work with women through periods of transition and soul searching, whether that be your satin return, a rock bottom of some sort, a breakup or a divorce, or simply a change in direction in your personal life, business, career, or relationships. And together, we go on a journey to discover what your truth is, how you can express that in a way that honors your power as a woman, your cyclical nature, your purpose, and your right to full and authentic creative expression. Each week on the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast, I am sharing personal lessons and conversations with you to help inspire, empower, and support you on this journey to creating a life that is beautiful. Thank you for joining me today. I have an interview for you today with the incredible Julie Parker, the founder and CEO of the Beautiful You Coaching Academy, and she is also a modern day priestess. Before we dive on in, let's now take a moment to enter the space. So close your eyes wherever you are. And just taking a moment to take a beautiful, loving breath in, filling up your whole body from head to toe or toe to head and sighing it out. And again, taking a slow breath in, through your whole body, filling it up with that beautiful, loving breath of yours and sighing it out, (sighs) allowing any tensions from the day to melt away wherever you're coming from and just opening this space that is for you. This is your space and time to enjoy. And now just set yourself an intention for the rest of this episode, how you want to feel by the end of it. And placing that intention into your beautiful heart. knowing that it is already so. Slowly open your eyes and welcome to this beautiful space that we are creating together. Today we're speaking to the wonderful, beautiful, inspirational and empowering Julie Parker. 
She is hailed by Elle magazine as a self-help guru and is also the founder of the Beautiful You Coaching Academy, where she passionately trains and supports heart-centered people to become life coaches. And this is the same academy that I have also trained at. She is also a modern day priestess with a focus on her Celtic, Balkan, Iberian and Greek lineage, committed to contributing to a world where qualities of intuition, presence nurturing, spiritual exploration, social justice, and service are honored. The editor-in-chief of Inspired Coach Magazine, she's also a published author, podcast host, and an in-demand speaker. Julie has inspired thousands of people on stages all over the world and is the recipient of numerous leadership and women's business awards. Julie lives in Melbourne with her husband, stepdaughter, and two much-loved adopted cats. Before becoming a life coach herself and creating the Beautiful You Coaching Academy, Julie worked as a counsellor with her background in social work for almost 10 years. In today's episode, we're hearing from Julie about her journey to creating the Beautiful You Coaching Academy working as a counsellor to becoming a life coach, the difference between coaching and counselling, what makes a great life coach, who the Beautiful You Coaching Academy is for, and Julie's personal advice for discovering purpose in your life. We also had the pleasure of talking about creativity, what a priestess is, how life coaching has evolved, creating a heart-centred service-based business, being a space holder, different types of encouragement, and promoting and marketing from a place of service. This episode is perfect for you if you are curious about finding out more about life coaching, whether that be how life coaching can support you or whether life coaching might be a wonderful career path for you. This episode is also perfect for you if you are looking to start or offer any kind of conscious product or service or simply have the calling to make a difference in the world through your contribution and would like some wonderful advice and inspiration from one of the world's female leaders. This episode is for you and I welcome you with an open heart. Thank you so much for being here. So my intention for today's episode is simply to inspire you and to tap that spark, if it is lying dormant in you, to become a heart-centered, soul-centered life coach who wants to make a difference in people's lives. So if that's you, I'd be so curious to hear from you if this episode does inspire that spark in you. And I also want to let you know that I've pulled a card from my, you know, the goddess guidance oracle card, Doreen Virtue Pack that I adore, which you'll all know. And if you're a client of mine, you know, I love them as well. I pull them before all of my coaching sessions. I really treat this podcast every episode as a ritual, which is why I'm now opening the space with you to enter it. I do a short meditation before I start the episode, before I start recording, and I also pull a card before I start recording. And this card is for all of us. It is a message. It is a little piece of inspiration. So I will be revealing at the end of this episode what the card is and what it's about, because it's so wonderful to see how the card is always relevant to whatever comes up during this episode. 
So I'm really excited for us to share this and I'll also be sharing uh, a copy of the card on Instagram and my Instagram handle is at create a life that is beautiful. So that will be on my Instagram stories. Okay, before we dive into this beautiful conversation, I also have a couple more exciting announcements. The first is, again, I just want to remind you that I have a brand new page on my website at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash become a coach for those of you who are aspiring coaches. I work with many of you and I've also always have a lot of people who contact me specifically about the Beautiful You Coaching Academy or about working as a coach. So I've put together a page that will be a little hub for those of you who are considering working as a coach and I'll keep adding to it. I also want to let you know that the Beautiful You Coaching Academy has now announced their enrollment dates for 2019 and their February 2019 intake is already 60% full. (laughs) If you're like me, I ended up waiting five months to go into my intake. They do fill up quickly. So if you are considering it, now is a great time to start investigating. But of course, you know, trust yourself, trust the call. It all happens at the right time. So I'm lucky enough to be able to offer my community. So that's you listening If you are someone who is interested in becoming a life coach and wants to train with the Beautiful You Coaching Academy, I'm offering a really generous bonus when you do enroll for the Beautiful You Coaching Academy through me. This bonus will give you the opportunity to work with me over three months, one-to-one, and you can find all the details at letitiaringe.com forward slash become a coach. Now, if after listening to this episode, you've got any more questions or after reading my Become a Coach page, I'm so happy to have a chat with you. Just send me an email to Letitia at LetitiaRinge.com. I'm also very excited and thrilled to let you know that my online course, Embrace Your Feminine Essence, is now just days away from being open for enrollment. I finally got everything over to the new platform and... oh. I am, I'm so happy with the result. I'm really, really happy with this platform. I'm so excited for you all to be able to use it. It's so beautiful. And if you aren't familiar with what Embrace Your Feminine Essence is about or with my work, this is my online course. It's a course to embrace your feminine power and live as the empowered woman you are. So we go through all the different aspects to feminine energy. We also go through masculine energy. This is these are just sources of power that we all have regardless of gender. And I take you through how to integrate and use these so that you're able to live using your cyclical nature as a woman, but also live in a balanced, sustainable powerful and purposeful way that allows you to really tap in to the essence of who you are and show up in the world as the woman, the empowered woman that you truly are. So a few more of you have already joined the waitlist again, and I want to thank you so much. I really can't wait to work with you. If you want to keep updated with when enrollment officially opens, just head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash E-Y-F-E, which stands for Embrace Your Feminine Essence and pop your name on the wait list there. Okay, finally, I want to give a shout out to Liss, L-Y-S-S, triple one three, who is from the United States of America, who gave a beautiful review 
on iTunes for the podcast. They say, this is truly a lovely podcast. Letitia's energy is so uplifting and her voice is like music. If you are interested in flow, finding purpose in life and being inspired, this is the podcast for you. Thank you so much, beautiful. Oh, it really just makes my heart wide open. It's quite easy when you have a podcast like this to not really know whether it's truly supporting people in the way you intend. So every person who writes a review or sends me a DM or shares on their Instagram stories, I'm really so grateful for because to have reflected back at me that, you know, this is helping you find flow and purpose and be inspired. And that's exactly what I'm hoping it will do truly helps me and encourages me to keep going, to know that this is really resonating for you and also to help others find the podcast because I really want it to spread organically so that the right people are finding it and the people that it can help. And so you are helping me do that by yeah, leaving your review on iTunes or and sharing, you know, with with the people that you think it will help. So thank you so, 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 so much. I also just want to give a quick thank you as well for all of you who shared over on Instagram stories. I love your beautiful screenshots, letting me know that you're loving the episode. Um, and this was from last week's my solo episode all about becoming a life coach and about the Beautiful You Coaching Academy. So that was episode number 33. And you can head over there if you haven't yet, but thank you so much for sharing that you loved the episode. I had so much fun recording that one. So if you haven't yet left a review in iTunes, I would love it if you did. And please send me an email or a DM when you do so I know who you are and can say thank you. All right, now let's dive on into today's episode. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the Create a Life That is Beautiful podcast. Oh, thank you, Letitia, for having me as a guest. I'm so excited to be here with you. I am so, so, so excited and thrilled to have you on the show as well, Julie. And to get us started, I'd love for you to share with us what you're currently creating in the world today. Oh, what a beautiful question to start with. And I love that word creating rather than doing. Because like yourself, I'm a business owner and that means that I'm a creative just as you are a creative. But I would never have believed that about myself growing up because I wasn't very good at things like art or uh, craft or, you know, the sort of more traditional creative things. But what I am passionate about now in particular is creating amazing and beautiful things within my business. And so my focus of creation at the moment is continuing to really provide and bring to the world an amazing life coaching course that I have written and I am training coaches in with a beautiful team, of course. I don't do that by myself. And that's a really big part of what I'm creating at the moment and continuing to nurture because once you create something, I don't necessarily think you then just get to leave it behind. You have to continue to nurture it really well. And so that's what I'm doing with that course. And I'm also creating a lot of things uh, internally for myself right now in uh, walking through life as a priestess. And I have a lot of um, spiritual 
creativity and gifts that I'm wanting to share with people. And that's quite different in many ways to the life coaching course, even though I feel the two of them uh, really do connect with each other well from a personal perspective. And so I'm really looking forward uh, and loving birthing lots of things out into the world and creating things from that space as well. Oh, well, there were so many beautiful points there, Julie, and I wouldn't expect anything less straight off the bat. You've already (laughs) (laughs) got my mind just going, yay. Oh my gosh, there's so much to talk about here. But just, um, just beginning, you, you mentioned about, you know, creating versus doing and that you didn't see yourself as, you know, maybe an artist when you were younger. I, I, this is something I've really been exploring myself because I too felt I wasn't great, you know, in maybe traditional forms of um, creating, which is, you know, the fiction writing and the art and the painting, even though actually now I think that I am. But Mm. it was so interesting to look at creativity and creating in a different way and really broaden that. And that's just for me opened up so much in my life. So I just wanted to mention that there because I think that was a really beautiful point that you've just made. Hmm. Yeah, I think that it's something that is quite reassuring in many ways to people that don't traditionally see themselves as creative. But believe me, when I tell you, if you own a business of any sort, it doesn't matter what sort of business it is, you're a creative. Mm-hmm. You have to be. You have to be a creative to own a business and get that out in the world. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, I couldn't agree more. And you know, even in my previous career as a lawyer, I had to be creative there. I just didn't realize it. You know, I had to be creative (laughs) with my problem solving skills. And you know, it's just, it's a much broader um, term than we think. And so I also just wanted to touch on, you mentioned as well, your work as a priestess. And I just thought it would be nice if you could maybe just, I know it's a big question, but give us, you know, the short definition of what a priestess actually is. Mm. You know, in truth, Letitia, I'm not actually 100% sure that there (laughs) is such a thing as a definitive definition of what a priestess is, especially one that is maybe short and sweet. But I will do my best for you and with a little bit of a caveat beforehand, and that is that this is my definition. Mm. If you were to ask another priestess, she may in fact give you a, a whole other definition altogether. But if we're going for the most simple definition that I think a lot of people, especially women and women identifying folk can really understand, it would be that a priestess is a female spiritual leader. That would be probably the core, like the the essence of it. Now, there's a lot more to it yes. <laughs> beyond that, but that would be the starting point that I would share with people as to what it was to begin with. Oh, I love that. That it's just it's a, a female spiritual leader. It's so mm. beautiful. I okay. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I I know there is a lot more to it. And I've been so just loving following your lead on this topic and everything that it involves. So thank you for that as well. And 
I wanted to just uh, now talk about your life coaching course, the Beautiful You Coaching Academy, which I have been a student of and absolutely adored. And so I'd love to know it. Well, could you share a little bit more about what the Beautiful You Coaching Academy stands for and yeah, and what it is? Hmm. Well, as it probably gives it away with the, the title there, <laughs> The Beautiful You Coaching Academy is, um, in essence, a life coach training school. And so we train people to become life coaches. Now, when I say people, I like to refer to those people as people who are heart-centered, people who are soul-centered, people who have incredible um, gifts to bring into the world. They want to make a real difference. This for them is not all about money. It's about the conscious contribution that they can make to the world through supporting other people to be the very best that they can and live a beautiful and amazing life to create a life that is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And that's not everyone who is interested in studying life coaching. Coaching itself actually has its origins in the corporate world and it began as a very uh, black and white, corporate, very masculine, male-dominated, driven uh, way of working with people that mostly was executed in HR departments and was all about performance management in big business and getting people basically to perform better at work. And that's not what Beautiful You is about. (laughs) We've come a long, long way since that period of time. Uh, And coaching is very different now. And it well, at least it's, well, it's not very different because that type of coaching still does exist. And it will always have its origins in the corporate arena. But there are now so many more options to people than just that way of training. Mm. And Beautiful You is really one of those. You know, we're very much about helping people um, and we certainly do attract mostly women and women identifying people to our course who really want to often work with young people. They want to work with mums. They want to work with other young women or other older women sometimes, depending upon how old they are, and really make a difference in uplifting people in that way. And that's really, really special and important to me because that was the type of coaching that I did when I first started out as an individual coach. And now, um, so many years later, it's the type of women such as yourself that we attract into this course. And so we're really about graduating and turning out into the world coaches who are so divine, so giving, so soulful, so focused on service and we give them all the tools that we possibly can to make them whip smart and savvy when it comes to business and really, really making a good financial go of it as well. So all rounders we hope to be. (laughs) Oh, I love how you focus on the conscious contribution that the the person wants to, to give and this focus on service. And, you know, it was just when I found the Beautiful You Coaching Academy's website and looked at it, I 
and I think you, this is what's mentioned on there. It, I really felt this was just like a sigh of relief, like home. I hadn't seen anything <laughs> like it. And this, your heart-centered, soul-centered gifts, beautiful, all of these words, you know, they just, it is what makes it different, I feel as well. And oh, I just love everything that the Academy stands for. So thank you so much for sharing um, exactly what it means to you and what it stands for and what your intention was behind it. Mm, you're so welcome. And I'm so honored that you've trained with us, Letitia. And, you know, we were talking before the episode started about how proud I am of you and, you know, all the things that you're doing in the world with your coaching and your podcast and everything at the moment. It's just truly amazing. Can you even believe yourself that you're here? Oh, I've got to be careful. See, I just turned the table set for a second. I knew it's you'd like do you, this, you're interviewing a podcaster. <laughs> I knew that would happen. I had some <laughs> nerves about it. <laughs> okay, ignore me. Ignore me. I apologies for that. It's like you can't you can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> no, but uh, truly, I I am. I I feel like I need to pinch myself, and sometimes it frightens me because I'm just sort of moving along and um, really, you know, going with the flow and passionate about it. And sometimes I stop and I think. Oh my gosh, what have I, you know, what have I been doing? I've just moved so fast, like, and I need to take a moment to really just sort of allow it to sink in. And I think actually that's where I am at the moment. I'm sort of taking a bit of a breath. Mm, mm, so important because, you know, creative people and entrepreneurs and business people, we can't just go full out all the time. That's so, so important. You know, we have to rest, we have to nurture ourselves, we have to take time out, otherwise it's just not sustainable. Mm, absolutely. And so, Julie, I'd love to know how life coaching came to be in your life. What was happening at that time and what were you doing before that? Mm. Well, I actually started out my professional career as a counsellor and my background is in uh, social work. And I worked for many years at a community health centre with uh, young people and families. And I absolutely loved that work. But I'm also here and willing to admit to you that it was very, very draining and challenging at times. I was dealing with a lot of really hardcore issues such as uh, major mental health issues uh, experiences and episodes, suicides, uh, teen pregnancy and prostitution, drugs, crime, domestic violence, you name it, um, I saw it and was a part of it. And it was work that was so extraordinary and rewarding in so many ways. But also, Letitia, truth be told, I think towards the end of my almost 10 years of doing that work, I started to feel burnt out. You know, I like to say, uh, or the way that I describe it was that I was starting to get a bit crispy around the edges. <laughs> and um, I don't believe that I ever reached the stage where I had full burnout but I know that I was beginning to flirt with it. You know, I would take a holiday and I would go back to work and I would be happy to be there 
and genuinely happy to be there, but also then wondering when my next holiday was going to be. And then I would feel guilty about that because of all the beautiful young people that I was working with and feeling that they needed me and that there was never going to be enough that I could do. So I started to explore other ways of working with people that might have been a bit kinder to me and my mental and emotional health. And I knew that I would always work with people and that's when I found coaching. Now, it looked very, very different to the way Mm -hmm. um, that it looks in relation to what we see with Beautiful You. As I mentioned before, it was very corporate. When I trained, I was the youngest person in my training course. I was the only woman. Uh, This is, you know, 17 years ago now. It was a very, very long time ago. So things looked very different. And for quite some time, I wondered to myself, is this right for me? You know, I'm not really sure about this. It's kind of missing a lot of heart and soul. But there was something inside of me that just kept saying, keep going with it. You're going to make it your own. Just keep going, keep believing in it. It's a new, wonderful way to work with people and help them set goals and achieve them. It's a way of working with people who are well and who aren't really on the brink of a lot of destruction and despair like you are right now, stick at it. And so I did and then slowly grew my business from there, which then eventually moved into being the academy. And so that's how I found it. I found it. I was definitely looking for something and, you know, it really came to me at the right time. And I'm sure that many people listening will have had a similar experience. You'll, you know, something will have come to you at the right time, even if you weren't looking for it and everything changed for you. And that was certainly the case for me with coaching. Mm, It really sounds like it was a very strong, intuitive call to, to go, to, to, to pursue coaching. Absolutely, it was. And, you know, it wasn't, it was a strong intuitive call, Letitia, but it wasn't an easy call. So Mm. if you can imagine, um, you know, I was in my late 20s uh, and this course cost three and a half thousand dollars. Now, this was 17 years ago. And I was on a social worker's wage. I really wasn't earning a lot of money. Um, It was a huge sum of money for me at that time. I mean, $3,500 17 years ago. (laughs) I mean, that's, I I mean, I can't, I wouldn't know really what that would translate into today, but I bet it would be more than $10,000. Um, it would definitely probably be around about eight or more for sure, could even be more than 10. But there was something inside of me that was just like, no, this is an investment in your future. You know things aren't the same here as they used to be and, you know, you're starting to not really feel great and not feel like yourself. You need to make this investment in you. This is an investment in you personally. And so it was a huge call for me to make at the time, but I'm so glad that I did because it certainly paid for itself many times over now. Mm, I love that you mentioned that because I do find with a lot of these intuitive calls, especially when we're pivoting or changing in some way, um, something major in our life, like our career, there is still so much fear attached to it. And a lot of people, including myself, when you're going through this, it can be really hard to 
to, to be able to trust in the intuitive call with all of that fear being present at the time. And I think sometimes we think that if we do have this really strong call uh, that we won't, there won't be, the fear won't be there. Mm. And that's something that I've definitely had to, um, yeah, realize that a lot of times it will be there. <laughs> Oh, in fact, I think every time it will be there, you know, yeah. and I certainly had, I certainly had that huge fear and it was truth be told, it was around a very practical thing. And that was the money. Mm. I had a huge fear around spending that amount of money and what that was going to mean to me and whether it was going to be worth it and all the things. And I think in life, what you say there, Letitia, is 100% correct and you would know this as a, as a coach now as well, mm. working with your clients, that fear is actually a really amazing sign yeah. that <laughs> something big is happening and usually something amazing. And, of course, we know that there is a different type of fear, that adrenaline type of fear and that intuitive feel that something is wrong and off and you shouldn't do it. And we, of course, all should listen to that. But when we have fears around things such as, oh, what will people think of me? Or, you know, is this going to, um, you know, make a fool out of me? Or can I really do this? Or, oh gosh, I'm not sure. All of those things are actually a really amazing sign that you're on the precipice of something incredible and you're being tested. Uh, you're being really asked by yourself, how much do you want this? Yeah. And only you, of course, can know the answer. Mm, oh, I love that. I love that idea of it testing you. And also, you know, you're expanding. And so when you're expanding, you're moving out of your comfort zone, which is, you know, that's frightening in itself. Oh, yeah, absolutely it is. You know, it's not called a comfort zone for no reason. Exactly. <laughs> it's comfortable. <laughs> exactly. And outside the comfort zone, it's not so comfortable until you shift and change and make it comfortable for you. Yeah, well, it's so interesting when you're going through that transition phase where the comfortable suddenly becomes uncomfortable and it's suddenly that's outweighing, you know, the what the cost of you of not expanding or following whatever mm. is calling you is suddenly outweighing that old comfort. And that can be really like strange when it happens. It's really hard to wrap your head around, but that's what mm. I see when I made the shift. It was just suddenly the, that comfort outweighed um, it, that was actually more frightening than the unknown of, you know, moving into whatever my next step was at that stage. Absolutely. And that's when fear shifts and changes for us and we can see it in a really alchemical way where we can understand that it's not the same all the time. And the more that we desire something and work towards something and want to make something happen, uh, the more it can shift in that way to a place where, as you say, our fear goes from being, oh, what's going to happen if I do this to well, actually, I think it could be worse if I don't. Mm, yes, absolutely. And I guess this is, you know, uh, it, this comes down to awareness then because we have to be really aware of, you know, how we're feeling and what, what fear this actually is. And we can only do that by um, being yeah, really, really aware to the, the signs and actually just the physical sensations in our body. 
Mm. Yeah, I think everyone becomes aware of um, fears and challenges that they're having and what they mean in different ways. And you're certainly right for some people um, really paying attention to their body and um, how that's feeling for them plays a huge role in that. And then for other people, it's a shift in mindset. Um, sometimes it's both, um, or sometimes it can also just be a pivotal moment or happening where you just go, you know what, screw this. Like, I'm just going to do it. Like you just reach a point one day where you're like, okay, I am so over myself. I am not going to let myself hold myself back. Uh, about this any longer. And sometimes people can hold on to things for a really long time and then all of a sudden that's what transpires for someone and everything shifts really fast. Mm, Oh, that's so true. I love those moments. (laughs) Mm, Oh, yeah, they're great. (laughs) They are beautiful. Oh, great. So, Julie, you are the best person to speak to about what the difference then is between like life coaching and counselling. Mm. Yes, because I've done both. And so <laughs> I really I really do have an intimate understanding of both. And I should really qualify this, Letitia, by saying that just because I'm a, a coach trainer now, I don't actually do any one-on-one coaching myself anymore and I haven't done any counselling for a very long time, that that does not actually mean that I don't believe in counselling mm. and I don't believe in the therapeutic process because I absolutely and 100% do. And sometimes people make the mistake with me about that question. They go, oh, you fell out of love with counselling or you didn't like it and this is better. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's not better. It's just different. And for me, it's where I'm called and I heart love the most at this point in time in my life. But counselling is an amazing process that uh, will never, ever not be needed. And it it really is life-saving for people. And I absolutely love coaching as well. But the easiest way that I've come to explain the difference between the two of them, and there's a lot of nuances, of course, here, but again, here's a, one of those simple definitions, is that counselling is a process that looks at where someone is in their life and often takes them back to process things that have happened um, in the past for them to be able to make sense of where it is that they currently are to look at patterns and behaviours and occurrences and relationships and instances and happenings so that they can make better sense of them and who they are as a person in relation to where they are at that point in time in the present moment. And doing so is something that then helps them have greater peace with themselves, maybe develop some new skills if they need that, but really get a much better handle on who they are as a person and how to come to peace and resolvement with things that have transpired in their life. Then there is coaching, which is in many ways um, the exact opposite of that. Because what coaching does is it looks at where somebody is at the current time, just like counselling does, but instead of looking backwards, it looks forwards. And so what it does is that it really focuses on where someone is right now, 
where they actually want to be in relation to their life, whether it be about their career, whether it be about relationships, their confidence, anything that they're desiring to improve in their life and looks at the gap between those two things and how that can be closed. And the coach's role is to support and empower somebody to get from where they are to where they want to be. Now, along the way, both of them are very encouraging, nurturing, supportive roles to take. But the probably one other big difference, and this is a really important distinction to make, is that coaching is a process that is undertaken with people who are psychologically, emotionally well. So they are not experiencing any kind of incredible emotional upheaval in their life, any significant mental health concerns that are stopping them from living the life that they want to. That is the realm of a counsellor and counselling and therapy. Coaching is something that is done with the well population, people who are actively engaged and really dynamically ready to move forward with their lives. Now, that does not mean that somebody who has received counselling cannot move into coaching. Of course they can. I've had both in my life and I know many, many people who have. But that's one of the also important distinctions to make. Coaches do not work with people who are emotionally or psychologically very unwell. That is very much the realm of therapy. They work with the well population to help them move towards wherever they desire to be in their life. Mm. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that with us, Julie, because this must be one of the most common questions I get. And I love that in the um, coaching course, the Beautiful You Coaching uh, Life Coaching course, we go through this in a lot of detail. Um, so thank you so much for sharing it. I think this will really help people, especially coming from someone who has experience in both fields and has really seen what and felt what the difference um, is and who and who it's for, both who it's for. Mm. Yeah, I think that that's a really, really, uh, really important distinction um, to make and and for people to know. You know, for example, I know that uh, some of the criticism and every industry gets criticism at some point in time, no matter what it is, but a lot of people criticise the coaching industry for things that the coaching industry doesn't even do. Mm. And one of those things is, oh, well, you're not trained enough to be working with people in this way. And I go, in what way? What do you mean? And they go, oh, well, people who have problems and need help. And it's like, but we don't work with people who have got problems and need help in that way. Mm. Oh, see, so they don't even know. You know, so there's a lot of assumptions that's made around what people do. And I go, we don't, of course we're not trained to work with people like that. You know, I went to university for seven years to do that work that I did in the therapy field, like seven years at university. (laughs) You know, that is not the realm of coaches or the coaching industry at all. And yet that's often one of the things that I hear people say is a criticism. It's like, oh, well, people aren't well trained enough. And it's like, well, but they don't have to be because that's not the cohort of people that they're working with. Mm, Yes. Oh, gosh. I think there's there's actually a lot of – 
yeah misplaced assumptions about the coaching industry or at least there's a lot there's a lot that people don't understand or know and I think that's also because I guess it's relatively new in a lot of ways yeah it is I also think though to be perfect if I'm being really frank with you (laughs) Letitia I also think that some people like to have a whinge (laughs) I uh, do you know to be really really honest with you I actually think that what happens is that sometimes people see people out there doing amazing things with their life, you know, being a coach, having a business, making lots of things happen for themselves and they, oh gosh, don't they love to have a poke, Mm, you know, it's just, it's one of, it's one of the things that they do and you know what? In my, in my field and my area and all the years, and we don't get any more criticism than any other industry does, yeah. really, I'm sure. It's just that we're in it more. But, you know, the number one uh, group of people that I seem to notice complain the most or have a little dig at the coaching industry is actually older men. Mm. they're the ones that seem to be the finger pointers around things like this. And I love men. I've got a beautiful husband, many male friends, all of those sorts of things. But isn't that just classic when (laughs) there is now so many extraordinary women, um, particularly those I feel between the ages of about 25 and 45, you know, in the absolute prime of their life, creating amazing soulful businesses as coaches, it's so convenient for them to have little pointers, Nish. Oh, yes. Like, <laughs> absolutely. It's so convenient. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because, it, you know, coaching is the process is just so empowering. You know, I think mm-hmm. it's, I mean, obviously, I've, I also see coaches, I believe in this, like this service so much. I think it's, it's been, just fundamental in me up leveling my life and you know stepping into my power because in so many ways and and this is you know the uh, Marianne Williamson's quote about it being your power that you're more afraid of in a lot of ways and I think that's right it can be really really scary and so yeah I just see Mm. the the coaching process you know when people ask me who I think it's right for um you know obviously there is the uh, being um mentally and emotionally well uh, but I think it's you know everybody needs a coach because <laughs> it's so mm. helpful in a lot of ways but that brings me to um, in from your perspective who do you think coaching is you know most suitable for and obviously taking into account what you've said before about the difference between counseling and coaching mm. oh gosh do you know what I actually think a more appropriate question if I can be yeah, so frank and I, and I love you, so I know that I can be really frank, is who is coaching not suited for, mm. you know, <laughs> in, yes. you know, in that realm? Because I think if you would talk to anybody who has had an experience with a coach where that experience has gone well and nobody is here to say that all coaches are perfect, mm. not at all, they're not, um, we're people too. We're and Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes people just do not, they don't gel and they don't necessarily, things don't necessarily go the way that, you know, we, we want them to. And so that's understandable, but ultimately in the end, any person that is wanting to achieve something more for themselves in their life can benefit from doing that 
with a coach by their side, whether they want to find their dream career, whether they want to really boost their confidence, whether they want to explore their spirituality, whether they want to, you know, find the love of their life, uh, whatever it may be, start a business, so many different things. Imagine being able to do that with a supportive, encouraging, caring, um, question-asking space holder uh, right next to you for that whole process and that whole way through. And there's no doubt about it that that accountability helps people achieve so much more than they would on their own, Mm. Uh, so much more. And so, yeah, absolutely anybody that is wanting to achieve something like that in their life could benefit from doing it with a coach by their side. Mm. I love that you uh, mentioned space holder as well, because I think that this is something that I wouldn't have understood before I, one, worked with a coach and two, took the life coaching course because and this has been something that has just been so special for me, this idea about space being held for you and about you being able to show up where you're fully seen by another person. And I love this as well in, you know, circles, in, you know, women's circles or mixed circles, how there is that sacred space that's created for the group as well. And Mm. this to me has just like the experience of space being held for you. That has been one of the just, the most amazing things that I've felt, experienced and learned through this journey. Yeah, absolutely. And we so often underestimate, significantly underestimate the power of somebody else holding space for us, which basically just means that someone else is there for us to do nothing else other than to listen to believe, to nurture, to listen some more, to listen some more and listen some more, all with the express intent and knowledge that who is speaking and having that space held for them is being cared for. And what happens is that when people step into that sort of space that somebody else is holding for them, they are more brave, they're more honest, they go out on a limb more, they take more risks, they believe in themselves more and so many other things besides. And the result of that is is that when they set goals and they start moving towards what it is that they want to achieve in their life, they do so in such a way that means they've got so much more momentum than someone else who doesn't have that at the same time. Mm. Yes, absolutely. And that honesty with themselves, I was just, while you were speaking there, it just sort of sparked something. And I was thinking, you know, um, when we're honest with ourselves, sometimes it's, you know, we're being, we don't see our strengths. And so 
uh, that being honest with ourselves can also be about coming to terms with our own strengths and actually, you know, accepting them. And then it can also be the other way where we have things that we're ashamed of or that we don't like about ourselves or we don't think are acceptable. And so we don't truly see us see those either and accept them. And And I just feel that one of the most beautiful for uh, thing for me as as a coach and also um, as a client is that really being able to truly see yourself and accept yourself and especially <clears throat> sorry losing my voice um, in the presence of another person it is mm. I've done I, I love the topic of belonging and for most of my life I felt like I was someone who didn't belong and this has really just like change things for me, really understanding that once I can accept myself and see myself in both those strengths and those perceived weaknesses and really own that, that that sense of belonging is is where it's at. And it's, you know, Brene Brown, her book, Braving the Wilderness, I really love everything she talks about, which um, about belonging. And it, it, that for me is, um, yeah, just one of the most beautiful parts of <coughs> working with a coach. Absolutely it is. It really, really is. And I know that you will remember, Letitia, that one of the things that we talk about very early in the course is about the seemingly simple but incredibly powerful role that coaches play in their clients' lives as encouragers. Mm. And that we can sometimes make the assumption that if we are someone who is blessed in our life to be surrounded by people who are encouraging and supportive of us, that that then means that everybody also has a similar experience of life. Mm. And the fact of the matter is, is that that is just not true. Yeah. It's just not true. There are people out there that do not have the same level of encouragement and belief from their friends and families that we may. And this is often a role that coaches play in people's lives that they've never, ever had before. And to see the extraordinary transformations that people can have and undergo from simply being encouraged as a human being is quite extraordinary. Absolutely. And I'm just going to throw this out there, but I would say also particularly for women, because in my, from my point of view, a lot of um, women, and I know this is, it depends on who you are, but um, we can be very used to propping up the people around us and not mm. and not and not one having time for ourselves and prioritize and prioritizing ourselves, but really not seeing what our power is. And so that's what I just love because I feel like, coaching and that there there are also other things that help this but this liberation of women uh, coaching is a really really helpful part of that or it can be a really helpful tool for that as well oh most definitely yep you've absolutely 100% got that right for sure (laughs) oh so Julie I would love to know what do you think makes a great life coach Oh gosh, the $64,000 question, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, do you know what? I'm I'm going to be really honest with you, Letitia, and I'm going to say that on any given day that you ask me this question, I could give you a different answer. 
This is absolutely and 100% true because to be a great coach, you know, is so multifaceted in so many ways that, yeah, things shift and change. And also I shift and change around this as well. So let me have a let me have a go at it and I'll see <laughs> and I'll and I'll see and I'll see what I can do and what's coming to me off the top of my head. You know, I'm gonna go with my heart and my instinct. The first thing that's coming up for me is that it's somebody that has the ability to get out of their head and put their client first. Mm. And so they recognize that this is a process that is not about them and how much the client likes them or even how much um, you know, the client responds to them. But in fact, they are there as a magnificent space holder and it's all about the client. And so when I say that, what that usually translates into is a coach that has the ability to really be able to step outside of themselves and make it all about the client and whatever it is that may be going on for them, they get that sorted elsewhere. Mm. So that then means that Usually, this leads into my second one beautifully, segue, they're passionate about personal development. Good life coaches read books. <laughs> they listen to podcasts. They go to workshops. They go to conferences. They expand their mind. They are looking for ways to be the very best person that they can be and really work on themselves so they can then turn up and be an amazing person for their client as well. Really great coaches are encouragers, and we've spoken about that already. They are people that have a natural empathy and gift for others in wanting them to succeed and be their best. They light up when they're in support of others. They really want to make things like that happen beautifully for other people, they're givers, they're nurturers, they're carers and natural encouragers, however that may look for them. They might not necessarily be a wild cheerleader type and that's <laughs> not the only form of encouragement. They may be a much more soulful, gentle, intuitive type of encourager and everything in between. And the final thing that I'm going to say is actually something related to business. What makes a really good life coach is also somebody that fully backs themselves when it comes to promoting their own business and putting themselves out there because you can't be an amazing coach if you don't have clients. Mm -hmm. That means that you've got a gift and a skill that's lying wantant somewhere. And so you have to and this is certainly something, as you know, we talk about in the course a great deal. You've got to get over any of those wobbles or monsters that exist inside your brain about self-promotion being icky or sleazy or salesy. And you've got to see it from a place of service and putting yourself out there so the right people can find you, so you can actually turn up and be amazing 
and do the work that you're meant to do in the world. And so that is also, if that, there was one business skill, that would be it. You could have the fanciest website in the whole world, but if you're not backing yourself and putting it out there, it doesn't mean a thing. Mm. So that's what I got for you today. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. There's so many wonderful points here. And I, I really love that you talk about the different types of encouragement as well, because I think that um, some people, yeah, might see you know life coaching as for those people who are much more outwardly uh, supportive you know maybe more extroverted and more the type of mm-hmm. person to yeah be be the cheerleader on the side of the lines but support comes in so many different ways and you know when you have that that even if you think of that friend that you know you could always go to to talk about anything any issue you've got going on and they'll help you you know that is encouragement you know ha- actually having the space for someone being able to provide that space for another person and um and yeah and as you mentioned as well with one of your your first point um with you know getting at, being able to get out of their head so that they can provide that space for you as the client Mm, so that is so beautiful yeah and that business you know being able to back yourself I love that you you've that's come up for you today as well because that's right you know if we can't be seen for for our work the people that we can serve can't find us and this is just Mm -hmm. I I I'm sure that this is a struggle that many people uh, have especially when they first start their business and it's certainly one that I went through and really that shift for me and actually it probably did occur throughout the course because you do go into a great detail about this that that shift of really in my mind just you know it's not about me it's about <laughs> it's about you know the the people that I can serve and they can't I can't help anyone if they can't find me and they can't find me if I'm not talking about it <laughs> You, you, I couldn't agree with you more. You're 100% correct. And, you know, we can all hide behind, oh, but I don't want to do that and I just want to help people and I want to coach people and all that sort of stuff, you know. Mm, it's a really romantic version of I don't really want to do the work. Mm. And it's not okay, you know, to think that you can't put yourself out there and have the successful, thriving business that – um, that you want. Um, it involves you putting yourself out there because believe me when I tell you, there are very, very few of us that can afford to get an expensive PR company behind us mm. to do all of our media as a uh, a new business owner. I certainly couldn't afford to. And the really incredible thing about this is too, is that once you actually really start it, and you do it and you start to get results from it, it actually can be really fun. Mm. Marketing and self-promotion, it can be really fun to put yourself out there and it can improve your confidence and just do amazing things for you as a person, let alone as a coach in your business. Mm. And I think it's just, it's so refreshing as well to be using things like marketing that we traditionally see for, you know, products or, you know, designed to just to consume. And maybe, maybe they're not things that are actually meaningful for us or are really supporting us in the right ways. I see, well, if that's how we look at marketing, then, you know, by you, who's someone who really believes in your service and you know that it's providing such a difference to a person's life and that it's fully supportive and you 100% believe in what you're doing you're just giving 
you, you know, you're, you're, you're changing the way we look at marketing by you showing up and using it for that, for, for whatever your product or services is. And you're giving someone, you know, the opportunity to spend their time, money, energy, whatever it is to invest in things that are great for them. And, you know, I love to spend my, my time, my money, my, just everything on personal development stuff and attending workshops Mm -hmm. and on coaches and all like, seriously, that's what I spend everything on. I love it. And I wouldn't have that opportunity if I didn't have people offering those services to me. Mm -hmm. Yep. You're absolutely right. 100, 100%. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I just, I would love to ask you two more questions. Mm. One is just with, uh, so for the Beautiful You Coaching Academy specifically, who do you think that that's for? Mm. I think it's for incredible people that really, truly want to make a difference in the world through helping other people be extraordinary and achieve amazing things i it, it's for people that really and i'm i'm going to say it again i think i think actually probably that's about it i was about to say it's for <laughs> people that really want to make a difference and that is exactly what it is that is exactly what it is it's for people that really want to make a difference and they want to do that through creating a business and a life for themselves that also honors them. You know, they believe in creating something magical for themselves through helping and supporting other people. That's who we're for. And I'm so, so thrilled and feel so blessed, Letitia, that that is exactly the type of people that we attract. And that in turn then goes on to make our community even more amazing and extraordinary um, part of the whole experience. And so you get to do this incredible work, but you get to do it side by side with the most amazing people. And that is something that then feeds into your own soul and your own love for your own self and life as well. So it's a beautiful thing and I'm so grateful to be a part of it. Me too. It's invaluable. And, you know, when I went to the Auckland Inspiration Day, that was just, I'd never experienced anything like it. I was just on a high for weeks after it. It was just, (laughs) just, but really you, the, the beautiful you coaching Academy for me, one of the biggest takeaways is that, you know, community and collaboration. And I think that it's so special and you know, in London, we had a beautiful you meet up just on the weekend. And it's mm. just so beautiful to be able to walk into a room of people and most of whom I don't know generally walking in and know that you're going to be supported and know that you'll be welcomed and have you have these people, you know, wherever you're going in the world in a lot of in a lot of cases, it's so, so wonderful and special. And yeah, that's one of the greatest things that Uh, I love about um, being a part of the beautiful you coaching world. Mm, Yeah. Yep. It is. It's very, very special. And yep. The people are it. They're the ones that make it so wonderful. So I can't imagine that, (laughs) you know, it's, it's going to be 
any different anytime soon. No, absolutely not. And that's all because of you, Julie, and the beautiful team you've got there. And so I just want to say thank you so much for everything that you've created with Beautiful You and also all the work you're doing um, as a priestess, because that's really helped me to open my perspective. And you're really paving the way for so many um, people and women to really step up into their power and just I I can't thank you enough for really providing this, you know, this space for me to also um, join and for anyone else who, you know, ends up joining as well. You know, I just want to thank you on behalf of all of us for providing that. You're so welcome, beautiful. And as I mentioned before, we're so proud of everything that you're doing and so many of our other beautiful you coaches from around the world as well. It's extraordinary to see the impact that you're having on the world. I'm I'm so honoured by all of you. Thank you so much. And so, Julie, my final question for you is usually the focus on the podcast here um, is about how, uh, well, discovering purpose. And that can be in, you know, whatever way, whether that's in our life generally, maybe finding a more purposeful career, however it is, the focus is really on helping, helping people discover their truth and purpose. And so I'd love to know if one of our listeners here um, is really struggling at the moment. They don't really know where to get started. What would be your piece of advice to, yeah, get them started? Mm. It's a really, really simple one and it is to get still and silent (laughs) because so often when we're trying to find something within ourselves that's deeply important, such as our purpose, our connection to source or spirit or anything else, we're trying to do so amongst a lot of noise and a lot of busyness and a lot of hustle in day-to-day life and modern living. And if you really, really want to tap into finding out what truly your next best steps are in uncovering that for yourself, you will need to find genuine, beautiful ways in your life to get still and silent. Um, Even if it is just for five or 10 minutes in a chair and you don't necessarily have to start a meditation practice or anything like that if you don't want to, although that can be very beneficial, but literally to slow down to slow down, to be still, to be silent and close your eyes and just listen to yourself and listen to what comes up for you because your answers are there, you know what you need, but you won't be able to hear them until you make way for them to come through. Mm. Oh, I just had my eyes closed while you were saying that and <laughs> and just really soaking that in that, you know, sometimes it's the most simple things that are the most profound, aren't they? Oh. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Simple and profound for a reason. <laughs> That's right. Oh, well, thank you so, so, so much, Julie, for coming on the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. It has been such a joy to have you on and to share your beautiful energy with my community. And yeah, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure, Letitia. Thank you for having me as a guest. So there it is, my beautiful friend. Thank you, Julie, so much for coming on to the podcast and sharing your gorgeous wisdom with us all. 
Oh, there are so many takeaways from this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I absolutely adored Julie's advice for finding purpose there right at the end. It aligns so well with my own process. And, you know, this is what Embrace Your Feminine Essence is all about. These simpler, slower, more easeful tools we have that help us to uncover what is truly on the inside rather than actively trying to find and seek the answers outside ourselves. So I just want to thank Julie for that beautiful piece of wisdom. It really is the most simple but most profound processes that make all the difference. And again, Embrace Your Feminine Essence will reopen for enrollment as a self-study course very soon. You can join the waitlist at LetitiaRinch.com forward slash E-Y-F-E. This is it. Feminine power. Yes. I also loved how Julie spoke about the concept of space, about space being something you hold for another person as a coach about having space held for you. And especially that this is not something everyone is familiar with. Sometimes I have people who really don't understand why people would need a life coach. And I really do believe that they are someone who hasn't experienced not having that space held for them. And as someone who has experienced that, I truly know how transformational it is for a person and also how important it is. It's so needed It is such an important role that we play and I think that this is really at the crux of it all. What I truly love about working as a coach is this concept of space. So thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash Beautiful You Coaching Academy. And now I want to hear from you. Has this conversation helped you to A, shift your perceptions of life coaching or B, inspire you to move forward in making your own difference. Share with us and tag Julie and I on Instagram. I'm at create a life that is beautiful and Julie is at Jules Y Parker. So that's J-U-L-E-S-Y Parker, P-A-R-K-E-R. And all of the links will be in the show notes for this episode. I want to reiterate right now that your life does not need to be perfect before you start working as a coach or before you start to serve other people. Please, please, please don't let that be your barrier to doing whatever is calling you to be done. Please also don't use that as a barrier to working with someone and having them support you. A coach is a beautiful person to have with you when you're going through any transition, whether that's when you're feeling really down and need some help with self-belief and confidence, or when you're feeling really good and doing something different and really going for it. And so you have that person supporting you through that process as well. So reflect on your own life experience. How can you support others? What experience do you have that would be supportive to other people? If you're feeling the call, trust it. Trust it. This is feminine energy. And remember, I'm always open to speaking to anyone considering either working as a life coach or training with the Beautiful You Coaching Academy. And of course, anyone who would like the support of a life coach, I have life coaching packages and options to work with me. And I would be honored to hear from you and to 
to support you through whatever it is you're working towards. So if you're interested in learning more about becoming a life coach, please make sure you check out my page, letitiaringe.com forward slash become a coach. If you want to work with me as your coach, you can go to letitiaringe.com forward slash coaching and keep an eye out. I will have a video coming up with some more information for you on the Beautiful You Coaching Academy and my experience. You can subscribe to my newsletter at letitiaringe.com forward slash community. This is the best place to make sure you're notified of any new content and announcements in the Create a Life That Is Beautiful community. And if the Beautiful You Coaching Academy sounds like the course for you, remember that I am offering a very generous bonus when you enroll for the course through me. And you can find all the details on that Become a Coach page. Now, I just want to leave you with a mindset shifter for you if you are, you know, really wanting to do something amazing with your life and make a difference or create something, but you just, your own perfection is stopping you. This is something I heard through an episode with Brooke Castillo, who is a life coach that I also love and look up to. And she spoke about the fact that a if we aim for an A+, not many of us are going to either create whatever it is we want or do whatever we want because we're trying so hard to be perfect. However, a B- might just change someone's life. And it doesn't need to be perfect to change someone's life. And I really love this analogy. So with anything that you're doing, if you're striving for an A+, you know, it's very unlikely that you'll actually complete it and put it out there to do what it was intended to do, which is to help support and serve someone else. So if you go for that B minus, you're still getting, you know, the crux of whatever it is that you want. The intention is still there and you're getting it out there, which is what is going to change a person's life. So if you are struggling with perfection, think of this analogy and maybe shoot for the B minus rather than the A plus. I also want to leave you today with a quote from the one and only Mother Teresa. Not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. And to close, let me give you our Life Connect update. We're now moving into autumn in the Northern Hemisphere and spring in the Southern Hemisphere. This is a fabulous time for you to look at everything that you've called in over the past six months. For us, autumn babes maybe that means now sitting back to receive really sinking into your feminine energy in a more enhanced way and for our spring babes maybe it's now time to reflect on all the wisdom you've received and how you put this into action and bring it to life either way this weekend is a time to celebrate with our equinox happening no matter where you live. I'll be doing that with the first of our Flow Circle series in London, which is a circle that I'm running with meditation, yoga and other activities to celebrate the autumn equinox here in London and also to connect us with the current energy that is the beginning of our autumn season and also our beautiful Libra. Woohoo! We're going into Libra season now and this is all about relationships. So I'm so excited to meet some of you there. And now I want to let you know what our card is. So today we've got the card of Ornya. Now she's a powerful Celtic goddess and fairy queen who gave birth to incarnated fairies from her romances with mortal men. The name is spelled A-I-N-E and the card says leap of faith. Take a risk and put your heart's true desire into action. 
so beautiful. So this card is all about taking action towards your dream. Heaven supports you fully on your mission. Everything is taken care of. I will be sharing the full description over on my Instagram stories at create a life that is beautiful. So you can go and have a look at that there. But yes, take your leap of faith. You can get in touch with me via email or on Instagram. And that's it, my friend. If you enjoyed this episode, please have a think and see if this might be a great episode to share with one of your friends, maybe someone you think would be a fabulous coach or someone who wants to know more about coaching or the Beautiful You Coaching Academy. And thank you so much for listening. You can tune in next week to hear one of my oldest friends talk about her journey, creating her business and now beginning her work as a yoga teacher. And she does this all while being the mother to two gorgeous children. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next week for another episode to help you unlock your truth and purpose. Satnam! Satnam!